our youngest, who was two at the time, Banks, he actually has a fever today. And so I'm taking a day off of schoolwork to be sick with him. But I thought I would seize the opportunity and record a podcast for you. I was looking over some of the stats of which of the episodes that have been previously published. Episode three, have you been wondering how to utilize social media to recruit without having to do all the work was actually our top downloaded episode. And that episode details how to use social media without having your own accounts. So using an existing social media manager at your school or at your district to help promote your program. And as a follow-up, today's episode is going to be about how to create your own social media presence if that is something that you would want to do. I highly recommend, though, that if you create your own social media, you also must still use your current social media PR person just because more likely than not your school has a larger presence and a larger number of followers than what you will initially have for your program because more likely than not they're going to be your current students and not necessarily always going to be your future students. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. Before you start on this journey, I want you to check your school and district social media policies. This is a big one. You do not want to do anything that's in violation of a policy that might get you in trouble or have you lose your job. So verify that it is okay for you to have social media to use for your program. I highly doubt that your school and your district is going to prevent you from having social media personally, but be cautious and look at those policies and verify that as you are setting things up, that you are doing things the way that they have asked you to. A lot of the references that I'm going to be making here are things that I have learned from my personal district and I'm part of another community that does school PR and social media and some of the ideas and things that they talk about in that group to help you get an idea of maybe what people are doing around the country in regards to social media. So no matter what your policy is from your district, I would highly, highly, highly recommend having two separate accounts. If you are wanting to have a personal presence on social media, have a second account for your program so that those don't mix. It is going to be for the protection of you and also your students to keep those very separate and to keep the lines of communication very open so that you are transparent and it doesn't have the appearance that you are trying to communicate with students outside of class. The next question that you need to think about is where is your target market hanging out? So which social media platform are they going to be on? You want to think about that as well as what you are most comfortable using yourself. If there is a platform like Instagram, if you are 
tending to be on Instagram more than Facebook, then it might just be a natural fit because you're more likely to be using that platform to use Instagram. Currently, as I'm recording this, Facebook is still the biggest hitter when it comes to your parents. The parents of your students and your future students are using Facebook currently. But that could shift. I know a lot of students have Facebook accounts, but typically they have Facebook accounts so that they can have a login for something else. Um, but Instagram tends to be a very popular one right now. The other ones that are popular is TikTok, Snapchat. Some of those um, I'm not going to talk about because I personally haven't gotten into them. There are some things that I don't love about those platforms. And now Instagram has recently come up with Reels. And I'm almost wondering if Instagram is going to become more popular and maybe replace some of the things in TikTok. And so TikTok won't be as imperative. Most of your students have several social media platforms. You can always ask them what they're using the most and maybe use that as a guiding light. But today I'm specifically going to talk mostly about Instagram because that's where a lot of our secondary students are. Now that you have figured out which platform you're going to use, you need to come up with a name or a handle. Most program-oriented accounts tend to have the school in the name somehow or the mascot. So for example, my husband's is MMHS underscore welding. There could be like Pace and Lions or other examples of combining the abbreviation of the school or and or mascot and the program name. You do want something that's going to be easy to remember, but I'm also going to suggest that you possibly think about the fact that you might move schools someday and you don't necessarily want to start from scratch when it comes to your all of your posts and your engagement and your followers if you were to move to another school. So my recommendation, and I've recommended to my husband already, is to maybe have your last name as part of your handle instead of your school. And I'm going to tell you about a little loophole that you can use so that you actually reserve both of those. So in his case, I would recommend that you did that he would do Massic Welding or Massic the Welder or something to that degree. And then have that account, but then also have a second account that maybe is, has to do with the school, MMHS underscore welding, that will direct people to the other account. So you would have essentially two different accounts. One doesn't have anything in it as far as photos go, but it says essentially the same thing in the bio, but then you link from the bio to the other account. And I personally did that as an example. I had started with ALC Engineering, and then I actually changed it to Massic Engineering, but yet I still have both of those handles reserved for myself. And I will actually show a picture. If you go to the show notes after this is published, I'll have a picture of an example of what that bio might look like so that you can see how you would link from one to the other. So don't be afraid of having the two different accounts. One is just so that you can 
reserve the name. The last thing that you want is to have a student reserve your program with your school initials and then they take it and they start trolling and spamming other students and maybe posting inappropriate things. So take that into consideration as you are naming your accounts. When it also comes to naming your account, you've got your handle, and this is an Instagram, so you've got your at sign, and then whatever your name is, but know that the name field, when you're filling out the profile or your information, the name field is also searchable. So if you have your last name or whatever fun, something that has to do with facts or business, if you have that as your handle, and then in the name, you put the abbreviation of your school. You can also put in maybe the high school name, the junior high name, you could put the location. All of that is actually searchable in Instagram. As a review, when you're starting your own program social media account, make sure that you check your school and district policies. Then think about which platform you want to be using and focus on that platform. And finally, think about the name and how you want to name your account so students can find it, but then it's also convenient for you if by chance you move to another school. Finally, I want to share with you some tips from an administrator and the administrative perspective when it comes to social media and students. Make sure that you keep everything super, super, super transparent. Most of these, if not all of these apps and platforms have a way to have some sort of messaging aspect where it is a direct message or something that can happen between two users that nobody else sees. Avoid that. If you get any direct messages, you don't need to respond to them. What you could do is you could actually have a post that has frequently asked questions. And so you are responding publicly to those posts. You could also seek out who that student is if you know who that student is and maybe talk to them in class so that it's something more public. So I would recommend that whenever you're communicating with a student that you do it in a place where everyone can see. So you'll, you if they comment to you, comment back. That's great because everyone can see you've got almost like a digital paper trail. The other recommendation that I would give to you is give your school administrator your handle so that they can follow you. That way you're also letting them know, hey, I've got something out here, please follow me. And then they can watch your feed, they can watch what you're posting, they can watch what students are saying and commenting. And it's not necessarily that they are big brother, but it shows that you trust them enough that you're not hiding anything from them. Also, with the algorithms on most of these platforms, the engagement comes from having other people see what's going on. So if you are to tag your school or your district and they can repost things, then that will help other students or future students see what content you have. I wanted this to be an episode that would help get you started in your social media, and this will give you a great starting point. I'm going to have some 
podcasts in the future that will go into more detail on how to plan your content, but this is enough to get you going. When you decide to start a page or an account for your program, be sure to send me a message, whether it's on Facebook or on Instagram. Instagram, it's at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. I would love to see what you're doing with your program and how you're getting started. Also, if you want to continue the conversation, make sure that you head over to Facebook to the On Your Prep podcast community, where we discuss these episodes in more detail and answer any questions that you might have. Until next time.